a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. 14 cycles until impact. Hi everybody. So uh, uh, this is uh, this is awesome because um, we haven't seen each other in like what a month. Yeah. Right. And also that was the last tabletop role playing game I've ran because I took the whole month of June off. I've been traveling and work was insane and other shit was insane. So here we are. He says it insane, is... but he went to Paris and Disney. <laughs> Fuck yeah, he did. Chris broke France. Well, France broke me more like. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, oh my! <laughs> oh dear! This is this an is explicit a, just podcast, reminder, this everyone. Is an adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, adults here. Um, but um, as of recording today, it is July. But uh, these episodes will be uh, coming out probably at our one-year anniversary. Can y'all believe we've been doing this for one year? Our one-year record anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. So. Uh, we talking about this for a long time. It's come to fruition, and now we're getting dangerously close to the end of season one. But I don't know if it's going to be this session because, uh, dear listeners, um, it is a it is my dream as somebody that likes to run games to uh, be constantly surprised all the time, and I don't always get the uh, benefit of that. Sometimes I've been I run games for players that are completely predictable, and I don't have to put that much thought and work into that. But that's not the case with this group. Um, y'all are chaotic as fuck, and I appreciate that. And I love that about y'all. And so I can't wait to see what happens next. Um, so with that said, let's. Uh, I think we should, since it's been a month and the episodes of that last session are about to drop, they haven't come out yet as of this recording, I think we should do kind of like a, a recap to make sure we all know what happened last. We kind of ended on a very, uh, uh, I would say, Star Wars-ish trauma uh, ending, so I, I feel like it's good to kind of discuss that, and then you know, kind of place ourselves at where we're going to start off. Sound cool? That that works. Uh, would Would you like me to summarize my notes? For oh, me? you know what, Nathan, you're. I'm sorry. I, 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 actually, I'm not sorry about interrupting Charles. Yeah, fuck um, me. <laughs> uh, uh, Nathan, I agree. We should do a reintroduction uh, real quick, and I, you know, I can kick it off. Uh, I'm Chris. I am the uh, head referee of this uh, this show. Um, I have no idea what's going to happen next, and I'm in a state of chaos. Uh, and my pronouns are officially he, he, him, but also everyone, because I'm the dungeon master. I play everyone in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, Nathan? Uh, yeah, my name is Nathan. I play Zero, the droid engineer, and uh, both of our pronouns are they, them. Amazing. Colton? Uh, hi. <laughs> Had to find my foot pedal there. Uh, I, I am uh, Colton, um, as you said. Uh, and then, uh, wow, my brain is just not here today. I'm playing IA1N, uh, everyone's favorite little psychopath uh, murder droid, who's definitely, you know, it's, it's good. Everything's fine. Um... And uh, we both 
go really by any pronouns. Uh, and, you know, that's me. Awesome. Uh, Jess? Hi. Yeah, I'm Jess. You know, I play our, our good little force-sensitive human boy, Lysander. Uh, he goes by he, him. I go by they, them. Slay. And uh, just for <laughs> listeners' reference, uh, Jess is a huge fan of Commander Cody. Yeah. And they, and they are rocking the Commander Cody uh, jacket like a safety blanket. <laughs> he will give us strength in these trying times. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't either. Yeah. We should make uh, up a new feat and just call it the Cody feat. And we can like put it, use it once per game to give us all good rolls. That's called a luck feat. You should look it up. Well, it's going to be the Cody feet now. <laughs> it's the Cody feet now. And also, uh, can we get pictures of Cody's feet? Anyway. No! Oh, my. Oh, oh. <laughs> when you said the Cody feet, in my head, I was just like, feet? For free? Not, on, not in this economy. No, I didn't no. want to say it out loud. <laughs> I actually feet are really gross. So. All right, that was a great <laughs> session, everybody. Good night. And I, I, think, I think now maybe the person who just inflicted that should introduce themselves. So everyone know, knows yeah, who to yeah. blame for that. Uh, for those of y'all from the Dark Side Divas universe, that was not me, for the record. All right, so... So, uh, Hope, would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is that I think feet are really gross. Hi, I'm Hope. Um, I, uh, what am I doing? I go by she, her, and I play Gaz, who is a Gazo operative, and she also goes by she, her, and I will mute myself now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last, but certainly not least, I think, Charles? Yeah, that was a lie. Uh, hi, I'm Charles. My pronouns are he, him. I play Wynn, Duros Pilot, Ice Calf Drinker, and uh, Shriv's possible ancestor, uh, who goes by he, they pronouns. Amazing. Well, Gungan, do you like what I have sent you? The Gungan ruled this, turned to the hologram, frustrated, angry. You, sir, have sent me, sir, old weapons and rusted battling mechanics. How am he going to win a fight with bad boom-booms? It's not the tools that win the fight. It's how you use them. And don't worry, I'll be sending you someone else to help you even the battlefield. Someone else? Who, sir? Hostages. I figured you could use an insurance policy. Let me know how things progress. Okie day. Misa take care of the crew of the Phantasmal Squonk. Once uh, and for all, sir. Don't fail me, Gungun. Or else you'll face a fate much worse than death. You know so worry. Misa, fighter, warrior, and hunter. Okay, so let's start off with the squonk. 
who is currently piloting the squonk as you drop out of hyperspace and enter the atmosphere of Naboo? Not Gaz. <laughs> yes. Think... Who is currently piloting the squonk, guys? I, I would think, love to know this. I think it's me because I believe both Gauze and Zero have sworn off flying after they both like accidentally crashed a ship. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's happy to fly. She's just in shock from murder. Yeah, no, oh, Zero, yeah. Zero doesn't like doesn't like piloting. Uh, but Chris, have we have we been flying long enough for a long rest? Absolutely. Uh, it does take uh, about ha- uh, a day to get from where you were to Naboo. Wonderful. Okay, so if it's been a day, cool. So uh, long rest means in fifth edition D&D rules is that uh, your hit points regenerate, all your powers regenerate, etc. Even if you lose an arm, it grows, it grows back. It's a magical thing. Uh, except in Star Wars 5e, uh, there are conditions and, and uh, I would say optional rules where if you lose a limb, they won't grow back. So, you know, because there's a tendency in Star Wars for people to lose an arm and whatnot. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, we're not finishing this campaign with all limbs intact. Somebody is losing a limb. (laughs) And then some. Okay. So, uh, so one end, if you are piloting, can you please make a pilot check? Uh, Yeah, I can. Uh, That is uh, something. Where is. Right, I don't have any modifier for that. <clears throat> that is a, uh, that's a, that's a, it's not a nat one, um, oh. but it's a nat two. So, oh, what, what's, uh, the, what, what's the total? Uh, two. Because <laughs> I have a zero to piloting. <laughs> so you, uh, you, uh, you come out of hyperspace and start descending and you, you're, you're, you're flying, uh, uh, a lot faster than you really should be and you get caught into a storm of sorts uh, a grouping of thick clouds there's lightning surging everywhere and the ship starts violently shaking um, uh, <laughs> two is like alert alert we're all gonna die two please do not scare the passengers I'm not scared um, okay uh, it Piloting is an intelligence check, right? Yes. Okay, can I cast uh, Enhance Droid on one end uh, and upgrade their uh, data banks to give them advantage on uh, intelligence checks? Because I assume they'll probably need another check to hopefully survive this. Uh, so if I will cast uh, Enhance Droid on, on one end. so I That go sounds up, cool. I How does it look touch- when you're actually enhancing him? Yeah, I, I go up and I like uh, I'm like uh, th- this um, I don't think this will hurt and I just like take out a little like uh, screwdriver or something and just kind of like little little tweak in here and there and like little little sparks of energy come out from from my hand. It's kind of like part part of the of the droid mechanism itself as well as tools and just kind of like do a little quick modification. Oh wow, that is. Fascinating. All right, uh, what end? Do you want to try that again? Yes, please. With advantage. That is much better. That is a 17. Yeah, so you're able to restore control on the ship, and you descend below the cloud layers, 
and um, you can see the wrist of Naboo. Um, two shakes a little bit, and uh, a a small projector uh, pops out of his body, and he displays an image, and it is the same conversation that one back on back in the Capitol is playing of Wynn and Lysander <laughs> plotting to sneak out of the apartment to go find Rolthess. Oh, I love movies. Oh, uh, they they can see our cool outfit. Wait, did we change out of our cool outfit? We did change outfits? out of our Fuck. cool outfits. Never mind. Or, or we had that oh, no. No. <laughs> well, no, uh, uh, one still has the full uh, headdress on. Good. At least, at least one is stylish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, two, is this live? Is this where they're at right now? It's a recording that's playing over and over and over and over and over and over again. Do you know how long it has been playing? Or do you have a timestamp of when it was recorded? What's a timestamp? Okay. <laughs> uh, do you... Do you know why it's been playing over and over again? One doesn't know. Do uh, you? No. Are, are you are you in range to talk to one now? Yes. Can, can you ask them if uh uh wh where Wynn and Lysander are right now? If that's where they're at, or if if we need to go somewhere else. I can ask. Great. Can, do that, please. And uh, two is just kind of floating there stoically, not saying anything all of a sudden. Wait a minute. Why don't we just call Win and Lysander? And I'll uh, bring up our little walkie-talkies that look like, you know, tiny little cylinders in Star Wars. Be like, Win and Lysander. Hello, we are here at Naboo. All right, uh, so uh, meanwhile, um, uh, Wynn and Lysander, you're following Orla to her uh, ship. She does have kind of a, a four-person uh, uh, Jedi starfighter, uh, though it's not really uh, rigged to be a starfighter at this point. Um, uh, she uh, guides you uh, into the uh, cockpit of the ship, um, but she does not sit in the driver's seat. She sits down in the back and kind of looks over, looks at the two of you. Uh, there is an awkward moment where Wynn looks over at Lysander and then to Orla and then over to the empty seat and then back to Lysander and then back to Orla and says, are, are, are we waiting on a fourth person? Uh... Uh, Orla, Orla just uh, smirks a little bit and just says, I think it would be best if Lysander flies the ship. What? Lysander, you are just learning your, well, your, your special gift. But you are the one who is best equipped to find your adversary. Oh. Uh at when turns to Lysander, she wants you to do the magic brain thing, and when points to their head and sort of makes a motion forward, magic yeah, brain I, thing. Yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. And Lysander tries to compose himself and sits down at, at the pilot's seat. 
Uh, shockingly, there aren't a whole lot of buttons or switches on this ship. Um, there are just enough controls to maneuver the ship, but there's just there's not a lot of uh, screens to tell you measurements of temperature or anything like that. It's very strange. Okay. Lysander, this ship was built for the Jedi. We reach out with our feelings and we trust in the Force. And most of the time that helps us pilot our ship. Yeah, that makes sense. Sure, sure. Let's let's go with that. Okay. Is there a, a co-pilot seat, Chris? There is, yeah. Uh, when slides themselves then into the co-pilot seat and looks around. You know, this this user interface is, is not very friendly to people who aren't Jedi, but you know, I I I think I could keep us aloft. I am sure you can win. I'm sure you possess the skill to be able to keep this ship up in the air with the controls you do have. I do like being far away from people. You may not be sensitive to the Force, but nonetheless, the Force is still with you. Like, all the all the time? Like, I've, there are some moments where I like my privacy, you see. <laughs> uh, and unfortunately, the Force is everywhere at all times. Ooh. The Force is going to have to get real cool about some things real fast. <laughs> my Sander just side-eyes win. But it's just like, okay. Uh, and then I guess I'm going to, you know, do my fun little guided by the force. Yes, you are. <laughs> ability. <laughs> so. Uh, and there's not a role for that? Yeah, no, that's just whatever you want <laughs> to tell All right. me. Uh, I do want you to make a wisdom saving throw, though. Oh, great. Here we, here we go. <laughs> First uh, roll of the game. Oh. First force roll of the game. I know we had I a pilot got check. Sixteen. Sixteen. Wow. Uh, yeah. So Lysander, you do reach out and you like deep in the forests of Naboo, far away from the capital. You do sense a great amount of hatred for you, of vengeance, of of wrath. Well, that's probably where we need to go even though <laughs> every fiber of my being is saying do not go in that direction uh, Orla, said, Orla asks uh, Lysander when you reach out what do you see and what do you feel as a force and let me explain some see it as music others as an ocean what about you Lysander kind of closes his eyes again, trying to like picture. And well, I see it as colors. There's like for, for Win, for example, even though he wears a bunch of those really drab, more earthy tones, I do see him as like a more vibrant greenish color <laughs> it is possibly because of all the calf running through his veins <laughs> you know you know what Wynn says I'm, I'm not even you're probably right 
I do um, drink a lot of calf, but in my de- in my defense, you should see some of the people I have to put up with. Um, Orla actually laughs at that. Um, uh, Lysander, can you make a pilot check, please, at advantage? Yeah. Okay. Oh, piloting. Well, it's a good thing I have advantage. Let's roll oh, no. again. The first roll was a one, but that would have been a six with my... Oh, my gosh. Okay, so... Uh... Let's crash Orla's ship. Why does Orla not have a ship by the time we get to into this? Oh, deck? sweet. <laughs> I got an 18. So... That... Yeah, so you... Uh, you the, This ship is ex- extremely fast, and for you, Lysander, at least, it's very easy to maneuver. And it zips up into the air and immediately screams across uh, the forest. And you head towards the direction where you're feeling that hatred. Um, and it is at that point your communications activate. And you're getting a call. When motions for Lysander to keep <clears throat> flying and, and plucks their calm off of their belt. This is when I'm not available to take your call. Please leave a message <laughs> after the I've had your job. Hello. And the rest... <laughs> One in. Hi. We have made it to Nebu. <laughs> wow, I'm delighted. It, it took you such a short length of time. Um, where's the ship? I am not... 100% clear on that. Of course you are. Who's flying the ship? Me! <laughs> that can't be good. <laughs> when looks over at Lysander, shrugs and says, let's be real, it probably is the best option out of the five. Gonk's I'd... little arms don't reach up to the I I trust panel. Gonk. <laughs> I also trust Gonk, but I, I don't trust Gonk's arms. And when makes tiny little motions with their hands on either side to indicate Gonk's <laughs> tiny little uh, arms. Z- Zero we'll overhearing this uh, says, you should trust Gonk's arms. They're surprisingly strong. They could lift like a whole couch. So don't don't count them out. They, they may be tiny, but they, they pack, pack quite a wallop. All right, let's bring us around to information that is uh, more pressing and urgent. Um... I assume that everything went fine and y'all didn't do any detours or or anything completely insane. We have the coordinates. Okay, good. Yes. Um, don't freak out. Uh, we're going to find Rule Thess, uh, Gungan guy who blew up the diner, may or may not, uh, but most likely is planning some sort of terrorist attack on Naboo for the Festival of Lights. That is good news. <laughs> Which part of that is good news? Yeah, how is that First good news? Part, what? We are also going after the Nihil. Also, Why are you, you going after the Nihil? <laughs> we need a ship. Also, I should say, uh, when glances back at Orla, we do have another Jedi with us, but this one's a little bit, um, a little more, how do I, how do I explain it? 
picture the most Jedi Jedi, but also the least Jedi Jedi, if that makes sense. Uh, there is a strange coughing noise <laughs> coming from Orla. <laughs> as if to say, I'm right here. <laughs> I'm picturing a Minoc? That does not feel right. <laughs> Whatever. You'll, you'll figure it out when you meet her. Uh, Understood. Can you lock on to this comms position? Probably. <laughs> Great. Do that uh, and, and bring the ship around, please. Uh, I'm, I'm getting a little worried about people piloting the ship, especially, um, after the last time. No comment. <laughs> All right, that's concerning. Uh, just We're... Oh. meet us at wherever this ship is going to land. Understood. And if you happen to find Thess before... We get there. Please, take him alive. Wynn is silent for a suspiciously long period of time. Lysander's just bombastic side-eye right now. Wynn, like, why are you quiet? Or, uh, Orla raises her eyebrows and she says, I sense great shock in you. <laughs> sure, we can, we can try to take him alive. Um, that is a thing that we do all the time here. Uh, we do not, uh, deliberately attempt to get people killed. It just, it happens around us a lot. That's not our fault. It's just, these things happen. Uh, uh, or Orla says, and everybody that can, everybody that is on the other side and the squad can actually hear this, uh, Orla says... The taking of a life is a very serious thing, and it should not be something that is taken lightly. Uh, hey, no lady. Comment. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, lady. Uh, just, just a word of advice. Uh, when, when we land, you probably shouldn't go anywhere near our ship. <laughs> uh, when very quickly flicks the cum off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Darn, I lost connection. Uh, and uh, on the squonk, uh, two says suddenly, Upload complete. <laughs> what? Upload? What? Yeah, you were supposed to ask a question. What, what were you uploading to? What do you mean? The squonk asked us to do something. It did? Oh, sweet mother of Jesus God. What did, uh, what, what did it ask you? Oh, it said that one should go to the legacy run and downloaded download a bunch of information, which he did. No, 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 no. no. Zero. What? Would you please talk to the squonk for me? Yeah. Uh. Hey, two. Why don't you follow me? Uh, into the ship's computer room. Um, okay. Well, I fit. Even though he's very small. Yeah. 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 That won't be a problem. Um. All right. What? Well, is that all the squawk asked you to do as we're walking? Yes. Okay, did we you- uploaded information into its databanks and it has uploaded the data to via a transmission it received earlier. Uh, did, wait, did, did we send that information out? Yes, I sent upload complete. To, to where? 
Oh, great. Cool. Um, oh, look, we're here. Uh, and I go to the computer room and plug in. All right. Uh, uh, you, once again, as you've done many, many times, enter the digital version of the squonk into the grid, grid area. The lights within the squonk turn red for everybody that's on, else that's on board. Um, and the, you hear the squonk system saying, what? Oh, do I not have to make a wisdom saving throw this time? No, you're, uh, it's, uh, at this point, you're kind of uh, immune to it. Amazing. Incredible. Uh, hey, um, so you made a request of our, our little droid friends here? Friends? It, no. Uh, um, Tools, yes. Sure. Yeah, we'll go with that for now. Uh, we'll, we'll debate the ethics of that later. Uh, but, um, what, why? We, we were, like, talking to that Nile person, and, like, we had a whole plan to, like, not give them what they want. Why did you do that? The mission is paramount. Yeah, we were still gonna do the mission. Like, we had, I, I assume you heard, because I assume you hear everything. We were gonna, like, steal a ship and... And, and get there, like we got what we needed from them and we were gonna go just take one of their ships and go. I have concluded that this is the best way. You didn't think to like, talk to the rest of us about that? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool, so. What now? Are we just waiting to get the information back from the Nile? Nihil does not compute. Uh, where did you send the information? Via the signal that was requested in the message you received. Okay, yeah, all right. So you sent it to the Nile, yeah. Um, okay. Um, great. So, I'm just... We'll stick with your plan, and that sounds fine. Okay? Receiving transmission. Oh, great. Uh, patch it through. Uh, yeah, so in the digital uh, realm that you're in right now, uh, Zero, you see like a, a hologram screen pop up, and for the rest of you in the cockpit, I'm assuming that that's where most of y'all are, um, a, the image of the storm once again shows up. And just a quick reminder, the voice is neither female or male. You can't quite make out what qualities of it are. It's just, it's very, it's meant to be like to disguise the person's voice completely. And it says, I'm surprised you complied so quickly, but thank you. Um, you're welcome. Um, so what, what now? As promised, I'm sending you the instructions, the additional details of the path, and the alterations that you can make to your hyperdrive. Okay, could you... How long do you think it'll take that information to reach this vessel? I'm sending it now. I do not know how powerful your computers are on your vessel, nor do I care. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um... Well, great. We'll get right on 
Uh, uh, go, going to the place we're trying to get. Thanks. Thanks for all your help. Um, I, we, we appreciate the, the, the opportunity to work together. Your talents should not go wasted. If ever you're looking for work, you can call me. All right, yeah, we got we got your number. We'll we'll uh, we'll hang on to that. Uh, put put it in the put it in the the data banks or whatever, and maybe we'll give you a call. Uh, the, uh, at that at that point, the transmission does cut off, and uh, the squonk is, uh, the squonk says, uh, receiving additional data. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at that, uh, zero will immediately disconnect. Uh, from the computer and head to the hyperdrive. Okay. Um, like running, uh, with the intent to disable it. All right. Uh, make a uh, make a. It's a. I think there's a technology rule. All right. Yeah. And if I can't do it with technology, I will fucking break it. Just bust it. Okay, got it. Uh, oh. Yeah, that's a natural one. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, so you in, instead of in, instead of trying to like safely disable the hyperdrive, you start clicking a bunch of buttons. Sparks go flying, and uh, small flames rip out from uh, the uh, main hyperdrive itself. And you can just hear uh, the power in the ship flickering for just a little bit. And there's this smoke coming out of the hyperdrive. It is completely, it is completely uh, damaged. We just hey, bought that. You know what? <laughs> goal accomplished. Still, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Um, I am going to exit the room, shut the door, and go on the panel to try to activate the fire suppressant systems. Okay. Done. Cool. All right. And then I will go back to uh, the um, uh, cockpit um, and be like, hey, guys. I, I should clarify, Chris, because you said that we're all up there. Gaz is not in the cockpit. Okay, yeah. We're, what I was going to ask, actually, right now, uh, what is Gaz doing? Uh, she... Lights are turning red and flickering. Uh, a whole lot of nothing. She's been pretty much in the back farthest corner of the cargo hold with Gonk and two if they would allow her. Uh, but, Absolutely. But she's been probably sitting with Gonk and she has her jacket zipped up over her knees, her her hands inside the sleeves and just kind of like in a ball. And she's been like that for about the last 24 hours flying to Naboo. So. Yeah, I mean, Gonk is definitely standing right next to you trying to console you. He reaches out with his small, tiny arms, but they don't quite fit reach. Yeah. So just just to clarify, because you said that we were all up there. So, but continue. Yeah. So yeah. So guys, uh, you know, uh, you the, bear in mind in the last fifteen minutes, the <laughs> ship nose dived out of the atmosphere. It shook. It shake. The lights turned red. Now they're flickering, and lights are returning back to normal. That's fine. And and Gonk says Gonk. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Right, the gonk shakes his head no. <laughs> you, do you think I should go up there? Gonk. <sighs> she just gets. 
gets out of Jacket Town and picks up Sasha and just going up to the front. Looking very tired, like she has not slept probably the last right. 24 hours. So. Yeah, so yeah, so at that point, you know, Zero, you run up to the cockpit with uh, uh, Gauze f finally makes an appearance. Uh, Gonk is uh, also standing in the back. Uh, oh, hey, Gauze. Yeah, lots to catch you up on, uh, but uh, I guess the the main thing uh, for everyone is I have disabled the hyperdrive. The one that we just bought? Yup. Gonk? All right. Yeah, so turns out uh, the the squonk uh, asked one and two to, to like coordinate and get those coordinates that the Nile guy asked us for. Um, and and one did and sent them to two who then gave them to the squawk who then sent them to the Nile. And uh, so we have the like path information or it's coming to us, I'm not sure. But the squawk seemed very adamant to complete the mission and not care about our version of the plan. So I disabled the hyperdrive so it didn't like yoink us out of the planet's atmosphere and take us away from Wynn and Lysander and also potentially kill us. Who knows? Are Wynn and Lysander in one okay? Yes. As far as we they're, know. They're with a Minoc Jedi? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Where are we going? Where are we going now? to meet the four of them. All right. They are that way. <laughs> she just sits down in the co-pilot seat. What do you need, one in? Um, to be able to go back 20 minutes and destroy one and two. <laughs> I'll get right on that. What can we do now? Uh, wait until we reach the other ship. Or talk to the Legacy Run ship and have them delay or speed up their departure. I, didn't I say we should warn the Republic about the Legacy Run? Yes. It's fine. I mean, there is still die. time. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, I guess let's go to Naboo. I don't feel like talking to the Squawk anymore, and I'm... I think we should land as quickly as possible because I can't imagine it's very happy right now and it might react. Squonk, dear, are you gonna space me? Uh, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't say anything, but two does uh, break the silence suddenly and goes. Why can't I be pretty? You are pretty. <coughs> Not this pretty. And he shows another projection of one with the headdress on. That's amazing. That is quite the hat. Big fan. Let's cut it out. Overruled. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess uh, she tries to call. She just reaches over and just tries to connect to some sort of authoritative figure. Actually, do we have the number for Pola? You do. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, I guess... Uh, Gaz reaches over to the comm and just calls Pola. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go, or, no, yeah, I don't think the squonk would bother the 
with that because we have the data we need. So I don't think the Squonk would try and stop this. Well, let's see. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you call up uh, Ambassador Pola, and she appears uh, in uh, in the hollow uh, projection. Uh, she looks really annoyed. Uh, in fact, actually, she looks furious. She says, oh, well, look who it is. Elzar make you mad again? Elzar's not here. Mm. And more importantly, neither are your crew members. They've defied the wishes of the queen. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyway, the Night Hill want a ship called the Legacy Run. Do something about it. I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about your crew members defying the Queen's orders. Okay, I'm going to say this again. The Night Hill, the people that kill a lot of people, want a ship called the Legacy Run. You should probably do something about that. I would like to keep your crew members safe. We're on Dogs. our way to our crew. Let us worry about our crew and we'll do our jobs and you do your fucking job. How dare you speak to me that way you know what i've had a day well please understand this i have brought you here to protect you all from the person oh that your crew is shut up if something happens to that ship it's on your farking head we're gonna get lit and lysander we're gonna do our things but if something happens to that ship you now know about it you're the guilty party do something about it I'm sorry, I'm not going to get a refugee ship all up in arms because you've heard something. We have what the it? proof that the, the, oh. With all due respect, ma'am, you're an idiot. I will speak to the queen about this. Cool. And she cuts off the communication. I tried. Uh, calling someone an idiot isn't very respectful. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably. I got, uh, 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 Gaz, uh, Gonk puts their uh, arm on your shoulder and just says, Gonk! I, all worried sounding. I probably should eat something. What time is Gonk. it? <laughs> anyway, call me when we get to Wen and Lysander. I'm gonna go make some food. Certainly. Enjoy your biological requirements. <laughs> <laughs> she just gives a thumbs up and saunters out of there. <laughs> Wait. All right. So the the Go Legacy ahead. Run is a is a refugee ship. That's that's not information we had before, right? Not uh, right. us three, yeah. though. That's interesting. Just uh. Yeah, I I think we should just just sit with that information for for a minute. But uh, yeah, just just wanted to make sure we all heard that, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 Gonk. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I was going to say, why don't we sneak on the legacy run? But I think that would be no. worse. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. See, and then this is where no, we run no. into the problem where the players know things that characters don't. Because that could potentially be a decent plan for the characters' minds. <laughs> All the players are like, no, 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 except for, except for Colton, who, as we established prior to recording, has not read A High Republic and does not know where this is going. I'm sure it's going to be fine based on the reactions of the other five people in this 
called. Right. Why is Disney? What do they do? What do they do? They don't kill characters off. No, no. To make you break there are only happy endings in Star Wars. Right. Somehow okay. the whole legacy run has returned. <laughs> Ambassador Pola stands in front of her hollow projector, angry, frustrated, and very annoyed. How could the, the squonk do this to her? She asked him to come to Naboo to keep them safe. And yes, there was always going to be the possibility of that terrorist Gungan showing up and causing trouble. But at least then, she could help them fight him. But now, they've gone off on their own. She doesn't know what to do. What is she going to tell the queen? What if... What if... What if they get killed? Today couldn't possibly get any worse, she says. And it is at that moment, the doors to her chamber opens, and a member of the Naboo security force walks in. Ambassador, we have a problem. It seems that members of the assembly have been kidnapped. Of course they have, Pola thinks to herself. She turns to him. Inform the queen of this news. Prepare the Naboo security forces. And get my ship ready. We have a fight to win. As you wish, Ambassador. Let's just hope we can get there in time before any innocent lives are lost. That is our show for the week. Uh, once again, thank y'all so much for listening to our show. Uh, it has been almost a year since we started the show, and we'll be wrapping up a season one. Uh, this uh, episode represents the very beginning of that arc. So very much looking forward to uh, seeing what y'all think. Um, and uh, I, I'm just, I'm so excited for y'all to hear what's going to happen next. Um, it's gonna, it's gonna be a. Uh, interesting and a bit of a well you'll find out anyway y'all uh, if you want to hang out with us between sessions we have a discord uh we post the link on our social media all the time uh the only social media platform we're on right now is x or twitter or whatever the hell it's called we're probably going to be adding um our show onto other uh social media platforms soon just haven't figured out how when etc uh so keep an eye on that if you haven't done so already, please leave, uh, please subscribe to our podcast via your favorite podcast platform of choice and leave a review. We would really appreciate that. We want more people to discover the show and people leaving reviews uh, helps boost the algorithm a bit. Anyway, y'all, thank you so much for listening to our show. Oh, I almost forgot. The music used in this episode is written by Grushkov. They have written a whole lot of amazing music for Star Wars. They're starting to do some other things as well. Definitely check them out. They're a brilliant composer. If you love the music that's used on the show, you definitely should check them out. Anyway, y'all, thank you so much for listening. And as always, may the forest be with you. Oh.